Thanks for downloading the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. With the beginning of the holiday season, we're featuring some of our most popular podcasts from the past several months, between now and the start of the new year. Stay tuned for new podcasts coming in January. From everyone at World Challenge and the Gary Wilkerson Podcast, we wish you a joyous and blessed Christmas season. And my encouragement to people who might ask the question, might come to this podcast today, they say, uh, do you have any word about helping me through the, the fear, trepidation, anxiety, uh, the direction, do I go outside to get groceries? <clears throat> uh, you know, and just to, to, to say that in the midst of all the shaking that's going on in the world today, there is an unshakable foundation. Mm-hmm. There is an internal foundation of an unshakable faith, of an unshakable hope, of an unshakable resolve that, uh, that, that, that I know my Redeemer lives and I know there's joy unspeakable and full of glory. We are living in shaky times as a global pandemic of coronavirus makes its way around the globe, taking lives, crashing stock markets, and threatening the livelihood of millions. People are afraid. How are you doing handling the fear? Or maybe put another way, how's your faith holding up? In this special edition of the Gary Wilkerson podcast, Gary is joined by Keith Holloway, the Senior Director of Missions Development at World Challenge, to talk about faith in a time of fear. We hope this podcast gives you hope and encouragement that even in desperate times like these, God is in control. Here's Gary. Welcome to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. We have a very special edition for you, and over the next few weeks, we'll be uh, bringing some uh, information to you and some encouragement and some scripture, uh, some some thoughts from the heart of God that I believe will really help you through uh, what for many of us has been a difficult time, and for our nation a difficult time, and also for uh, global, uh, not only the uh, health situation, but the economy and uh, just the fear level, a, a pandemic, not only of a coronavirus, but a pandemic of, of fear. I'm here with a good friend and a theologian and a man of God and uh, a great missionary as well. He helped uh, World Challenge Missions Organization launch uh, Poverty Solutions, and now that's in 44 countries helping alleviate the poverty around the world. So he's seen crisis. Uh, you know, we're, I was thinking this morning about uh, we as Americans, we you know, when you don't flex your muscles very much when you're required to, it's a little bit strenuous on that muscle that's not been engaged. And I think our faith, faith over fear muscle has not been engaged very much. But you've seen that sort of all over the world. You've been, you've been in countries that have been facing <clears throat> famines and Ebola. You've been in, uh, what was it, what country was that? Uh, uh, Congo. Con- you were in Congo. Mm-hmm. There's Ebola there. So, so you've been around a lot of people that have had to deal with things for a long time. So I'm looking forward to our, our conversation today. Mm-hmm. Uh, just before we start, let me give you a couple um, uh, other uh, resources that I think could be a great help to you. Um, one of my dear friends and our staff members as well, Bob, has uh, mentioned he found something from my father, David Wilkerson, uh, that I, I'm not actually even familiar with, haven't heard yet, but I want to go ahead and recommend it to you. I, uh, I believe it sounds like a great resource. It's called In One In One Hour, a sermon that he preached a while back. And in that, there's my father, if you're not familiar with him, was very prophetic and had uh, an insight into some helping the church deal with perilous times. And in that uh, resource, he mentions about in one hour bars and uh, large gatherings and things closing down. And so obviously there's something that the Lord has been making aware to, to the church even 
<clears throat> before that in one hour. Also on our website, uh, worldchallenge.org, uh, there's an interview I did with uh, Way FM Radio, and it talks about some things that I think could be real practical helps to you in facing fear. And as always, there's other resources available to you, and you can uh, subscribe to our podcast. So uh, hopefully over this next month or two, as people are slowing down, we could be of a, of a not only weekly encouragement, <clears throat> but even a daily encouragement through uh, another resources are daily devotions, which you can sign up for online. Sorry, Keith, for that long introduction. I didn't want to put you to sleep there. No uh, problem. But uh, glad you, you've been uh, given some thought to this. Uh, uh, I wouldn't mind starting. I don't know if you have it in front of you, but uh, you sent out an email to, to me and some of our friends um, from, from, I think it was, was it Spurgeon? Uh, do you have that in front um, of you? Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. It was some pastoral Spurgeon advice. Has some good stuff too. Yeah. He does. Uh, it was uh, Martin Luther's uh, pastoral advice that he gave out during the time of the Black Plague. Hmm. This was uh, in the mid 1300s, uh, affecting uh, Europe and other areas uh, of the world. And of course, you know the statistics of that plague somewhere between uh, conservative 20 million upwards to even some say 100 million people wow. died during that time, but it was uh, a time perhaps in some ways similar to what we're just starting to face now, where there's a lot of intrigue, right. uh, fear, um, a lot of the unknown that was uh, destabilizing economies and systems, but also lives, of course. And so he stated this, uh, that I shall ask God mercifully to protect us. Then I shall fumigate, help purify the air, administer medicine, and take it. I shall avoid places and persons where my presence is not needed in order not to become contaminated and thus perchance inflict and pollute others and so cause their death as a result of my negligence. If God should wish to take me, he will surely find me and I have done what he has expected of me and so I am not responsible for either my own death or the death of others. If my neighbor needs me, However, I shall not avoid place or person, but will go freely as stated above. See, this is a God-fearing faith because it is neither brash nor foolhardy and does not tempt God. Mm. I just think that's very uh, apropos for our time today. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think the... Uh the the dichotomy that he he's, the tension he's drawing there is is phenomenal in in the fact that you know he's he's doing things to safeguard his life and the life of others because mm-hmm. he wants to live he wants to mm-hmm. serve God to, to to live as Christ sure. uh, I can serve God even more and uh, love my family even more uh, but then he also I love the tension there that he takes it you know but if God so chooses to take me if mm-hmm. if uh, you know my days are numbered and if this is my time then I'm going to go without fear I'm going to go without uh, I'm not going to go uh, you know sort of cowering in my corner with uh, a yeah. you know cross and holy water throwing at people. <laughs> sure. uh, so I, I like that, that tension there. Yeah, and yeah. that's, you probably picked that up when you well, were Well, it's a right? nice blend, I think, of uh, faith and common sense. Yeah. Uh, it, it carries in it, you know, uh, the boldness of faith, uh, the strength of the spirit in a life of a believer. Yeah. But it also has uh, really a Holy Spirit sensitivity yeah. that in the midst of your exhibiting faith in a trying time, you still have that love, that care, the sensitivity to mm-hmm. those around you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we need both in this hour. Do. Uh, in fact, we need them in every hour. We right. needed them yeah. three months ago. We need them today. We'll need them three months yeah. uh, uh, in the future. But right. to see a greater blend of faith, not that's been compromised by fear, or allowing fear to drive us uh, inwards, but to to remain ready yeah. to answer the call and fulfill the destiny that we have and the commission yeah. right. that God has given us. That's good. That's good. We, um, you know, we're we, Keith. You and I are not. Uh, we're not. 
physicians. Uh, we're not. We don't work for the CDC. So, mm. so our, our expertise here is not in what to do medically. There's some good resources for that. Mm. And nor are we politicians to to uh, make declarations about uh, you know whether crowds of five or fifty are better uh, mm-hmm. things like that. But we are men of God. We can say that without hesitation. Mm. Not not any boast on our own. But God has put His Spirit in us, and He's given us a word. And if we don't have that, we might as well mm-hmm. uh, step down from the ministry. So we, I think, we have something to say today. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, and, and, and the confusion, I think, even in uh, what people are hearing from the pulpit, uh, concerns me. So you got on one hand uh, churches like uh, there was a church in in Asia that was uh, promising that if you were a member of that church, uh, no sickness would come to the mm-hmm. church. And they were claiming by faith that the, you know, like uh, no no you know real true believing faith centered person is gonna mm-hmm. uh, if they claim it by faith is you know the blood is over the doorpost, no one's gonna get sick. And then the other churches are saying kind of like. Uh, you know, this is a, a curse of God upon sinners in the world, and, uh, you know, we deserve this. And it's kind of almost like a, not a gloom and doom, but just a um, kind of a hopeless, despair-type message. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is, would you take either of those extremes? Probably no, not. I, I, I that, wouldn't. Where, where would you, <laughs> I uh, wouldn't take either would of say, those. What would you say, a discerning, uh, Bible-believing Somebody who understands the heart of God and the Word of God, wh- where do you think we'd come down on, uh, on, on encouraging people, fear, faith, you're going to get sick, you're not going to get sick? Do you have any, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I, what, what we know happens, we have a, always a natural response, a, a reaction to mm-hmm. things that happen. And um, sometimes we get confused to what is natural and right. what is maybe unnatural or thought, yeah. unspiritual. Sometimes our natural thoughts we think are unspiritual. If you have a, sure. like just a natural concern, sure. it feels like fear. Is that kind of what you're saying? Or? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, okay. someone jumps behind the wall and, and, and scares you. Yeah. you know, your natural reaction to that. But uh, to, to say that natural reaction is wrong, is a sin... Uh, is not really keeping in line with the scriptures. Yet on the other hand, we shouldn't allow fear, which often in the life of a believer might reflect uh, an absence of faith or a a diminished faith. And perhaps people are finding themselves at this time, you know, praying uh, from a perspective of hope. In other words, I hope God hears me. I hope God will protect me. I hope God will uh, keep the virus away from my family. But uh, this is a time when the, the faith that we've been living, mm-hmm. the faith that's been growing in us in our walk with Christ, right. time for it to elevate. And our prayers are, uh, can be prayers of faith yeah. uh, that say, I know my Redeemer lives. I know that his protection is sound. Yeah. And, and then to not allow uh, the natural to override the supernatural. We are, we are born-again believers. We're walking uh, in the natural, but we're also being led and guided and controlled by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, I think it's an awesome time for us to not feel diminished, yeah. but to actually feel prepared for this hour right. where we have a, a, an answer of the hope that lies within us. We're, we're able to, to instill not just this broad thing of hope. I hope it works for you. Right. I hope something, you know, I hope you can make it through, but rather to, mm-hmm. to declare. I mean, you know, there's times that we pray uh, with faith and there's times we proclaim with the same faith. So I think now is a great time for believers to stand in faith, proclaim what God has said, let the Bible be the foundation of our walk and our comments. And and, uh, I believe God will honor that. And I I, I believe his promises are yes and amen. Mm -hmm. They'll come to pass. I think that's a word from the Lord. That's that's, that's, uh, that's why I invited you to be on today. I knew there'd be something... 
that was was you know being a man of God, you'd have a word from God, and I think that is for for me. It's been um, the the primary thing I think I'm seeing is uh, well, let me go actually turn there from Hebrews the uh, the twelfth chapter uh, and uh, Hebrews twelve. This this is what I really feel the Lord has been speaking to me, uh, and that's really what, what I want to do on this podcast to share uh, this thought as well. Uh, uh, Hebrews twelve, excuse, yeah, he, Hebrews twelve verse. 26, when God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth. But now, that's speaking of our time that we live in, uh, he makes another promise. Uh, now, when you think of promises, they're, they're, like, they're good. Like, yeah, oh, I, I want all the promises of God. You, know, you hear that in a lot of pulpits around the, around the world uh, almost every Sunday. You're like, you can fulfill your, the promises that God has for you. I love that. Uh, but, but his promise is rather strange here. It says, once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. That means all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. I think the reality of the context here is he's speaking of, of end time situations, but I think it can be carried on into, the, you know, because he also says in context, now, now I'm making you a promise that things are going to be shaken. And mm-hmm. there are various shakings that go on mm-hmm. from the Martin Luther's time in 1300s. Mm-hmm. History repeats itself as, as, as we're told. Um, and, and there's this idea of, of shaking this means that all creation will be shaken and removed so that only the unshakable things will remain. We are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable. And I love mm-hmm. that phrase there, we are receiving a kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's not past tense, we have received a kingdom, although there is a past tense reality mm-hmm. to it. We have received the, the kingdom of salvation, we're, but we're receiving the kingdom of sanctification, of hope, of faith, as, as you're saying. And these things are unshakable. And my encouragement to people who might ask the question, might come to this podcast today to say, uh, do you have any word about helping me through the, the fear, trepidation, anxiety, uh, the direction? Do I go outside to get groceries? <clears throat> uh, you know, and just to, to, to say that in the midst of all the shaking that's going on in the world today, there is an unshakable foundation. Mm-hmm. There is an internal foundation of an unshakable faith, mm-hmm. of an unshakable hope, of an unshakable resolve that, uh, that, that, that I know my Redeemer lives and I know there's joy yeah. unspeakable and full of glory. And uh, sometimes we have to, uh, you know, claim it by faith, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, 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 we, that this faith is something that we, we, we have inherited, but now we have to receive it. And mm-hmm. that's what he's talking about here, to, 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 to receive, um, receiving a kingdom that's unshakable. And then he goes, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him in holy fear mm-hmm. and awe. And so the response when the shaking comes is we have an unshakable kingdom internally in us and a mm-hmm. foundation under us and a God all around us. So let's give thanks. Mm-hmm. And we don't give thanks for viruses or plagues. We no. give thanks in them that, that there's an unshakable kingdom. And I, my prayer is that, that some, I, I think there could be, and, and uh, you know, and I mentioned my father's sermon uh, earlier. He was prophetic. I, I don't really have that gift, but I have some spiritual discernment and I have the word of God. Mm-hmm. I, I see in seasons like this that God <clears throat> has a purpose in shaking things. You know, some people think it's just they attribute it all to the devil. Oh, the devil is sending this situation, or the devil sent that thing, and and certainly the devil is involved in all all wickedness and mm-hmm. evil. But but here in this context, again, we're seeing God shaking things yeah. uh, for a purpose, uh, mm-hmm. or, or certainly allowing things to be shaken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my prayer is that it would uh, would turn people to God. I know yeah. in my own life, here's my confession. I try to be honest in this thing. <clears throat> my heart was slipping a little bit towards. Um, Kind of helping the church live the the sort of the joyful kind of overcoming mm-hmm. and peppy happy uh, you know like a, you can do it kind of mentality or you know most of my sermons over those past six months have have been inclined and they're not not horrible I'm not going to throw them out <clears throat> but this sobered me 
mm-hmm. uh, in a good way, and it drew me to Scripture in a way that I haven't had in, in a long time. It almost, mm-hmm. in my own heart, I wouldn't say I was dead spiritually by any means, but it's revived me. Mm-hmm. And I think if it's doing it for me, then I think that might be doing it for other Christians, mm-hmm. and it might even be doing it for those who are maybe nominal Christians, mm-hmm. borderline mm-hmm. Uh, observers outside the family of God, but looking in, mm-hmm. maybe starting to do that. And even people uh, without any faith at all starting to, mm-hmm. to shake that. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm, so where, where would you say you, you, you're feeling in this? In yeah, this? I'm right there with you. Are you? Uh, you know, I'm with you in all that you just said. Uh, I think it is a time uh, of uh, shaking. But the shaking uh, is really external, uh, or at least it, sh- it, it primarily is external. But this is speaking of a kingdom that uh, is not shaken. It says that it is, a, uh, in verse 28, a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Let us have grace. That uh, There's grace that is sufficient in these kind of times and troubles we face. Uh, he's a redeemer that lives. Uh, Psalms uh, 97 Verse 1 just simply says, the Lord reigns, let the earth rejoice. Yeah. I like that. It's so succinct. It's powerful. He reigns. Uh, he reigns. Rejoice. That, that, uh, that first, sorry to interrupt, but that first part, when you understand that, you can rejoice. If you don't understand sure. the first part, you can't rejoice. Sure. So, I like that's a great, succinct way. Again, to moving, moving away from this idea of hope. I hope things work out. I hope God will answer my prayer. Maybe he'll come through to be enabled to say emphatically, the Lord reigns. He is in control. He sees all. He knows all. He is with me. But the, for the Bible does tell us that the kingdom of God is within us. When the, that kingdom reigns within us, that grace—it's not just grace is not just that uh, uh, unmerited uh, favor, but it speaks of a divine power that's within us to be able to live for God, to live in righteousness. Yeah. Our response in these times can uh, can be we acknowledge the things in the natural realm. But it, it should raise up within us. This grace should rise up within us. And we are able to say, not only to ourselves, but those around us, the Lord's reign. The Lord reigns. He's in control. He's watching all. And, and I think it is, these are times of testing for, for every person on the earth. Yeah. Uh, and the reaction to it will let you know generally where people are in their mm-hmm. life and especially in their walk with God. Wow. I know at my local church, uh, we did the online thing uh, yeah. like so many are doing. And yet uh, we had 35 respond for salvation awesome. over, uh, over the, uh, the broadcast. Mm. And uh, normally, you know, there's uh, maybe a, a, a few to a half dozen or so that generally respond. Wow. And 35. And, one, and why? Well, these testings are putting people to the test. Mm-hmm. It's shaking confidence. It's uh, people that put confidence in those natural things, in finance, in government, in the normalities of life. And it's mm-hmm. shaking them. Uh, and that shaking can either be for destruction or it can be something that revives in them a sensing that I, I need more than what I have. Yeah. And they're seeking God. Yeah. And it's a great time for believers to realize that and let our response be exactly the word that they need, yeah. that the Lord reigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can come into the Lord and, and he can take control of your life and he can reign and rule over you. Mm-hmm. Keep everything of the natural in check. Uh, he, he'll, he's going to see us through. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, these are perhaps even per- precursors to things to come. Uh, if we are honest looking at the scriptures, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, there's plenty of things in the scriptures that would speak to us that uh, all people on the earth, uh, saved and unsaved, go through challenges and testings. Mm-hmm. 
and there's purpose in that. Yeah. And so we, we have to be positioned to be able to respond uh, both practically and spiritually to, to the needs of the yeah. hour. That's good, Keith. That's what I think what you're saying is going to help us be positioned for the for the practical things in the hour. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna continue for next week. Uh, I, I want people to uh, just uh, maybe rehearse this, uh, hear this a couple times, this podcast, sure. and uh, go to Hebrews and go to some of these other scriptures that were were thing and some of the resources that we talked to you about earlier in in the podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and then next week, uh, I want to dig in a little bit even deeper into some mm-hmm. of the things that God's doing behind the scenes. And uh, yeah, I just want to encourage you, just uh, no matter what you're facing, uh, you know, we. I talked earlier about the two uh, <clears throat> two uh, pendulum swings of the of the church saying nobody's going to get sick if you claim it, and the mm-hmm. other one saying like it's all, all it's all over. Uh, and the reality is there is going to be some people that uh, there are Christians that will be affected by this, sure. um, and there are Christians that will lose loved ones mm-hmm. by this. And we need to be able to be able to uh, mourn with those who mourn mm-hmm. and weep with those who weep uh, and rejoice with those who rejoice. And so. Uh, facing the reality, but and I love what you're saying, though, Keith. That's really helped us today by saying the, the reality is true that there are difficult times, perilous sure. times. Jesus said, sure. um, but that we don't we, we don't fear, we don't cower, we mm-hmm. we, we take courage, we, we stand strong in the mm-hmm. Lord. We, uh, we 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 can be faced with the temptation to fear, but we will be fearless. And so I want to yeah. close in a word of prayer, and sure. then let's let's come back next week and talk about this a little bit more. Okay, right, Keith, thanks for yeah. joining us today, Father. Thanks, I pray for anyone who's listening today, mm-hmm. if they have even the slightest sense of uh, trepidation, fear, anxiety, worry, stress. Lord, you reminded me the other day just how uh, the the medical world tells us that when we are anxious and under stress, our immune system goes down. So just you see the enemy's ploy not only to uh, spread the sickness, but to uh, make us more susceptible to it. So we thank you, God, you have an an armor for us. And we put on that armor of faith right now so that it becomes like a shield to protect us from Mm -hmm. uh, these these fiery darts. And Lord, you would keep even us sound in spirit that our spirit would be under control, our soul, the emotions, yes. uh, the mind would be under the spirit's control and the body, Lord, we would rest well, we would mm-hmm. take care, and we thank for these things in Jesus' name. I want to encourage you as you, uh, maybe some people are, uh, I can't remember the name, but self, uh, iso- self-isolating, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I, mean, I keep hearing it time and time again, hey, it's a great time to binge watch <laughs> and uh, have at it, but I think it's a great time to Bible binge, yeah. uh, to prayer binge, That's to right. to have conversation with your family or spouse mm-hmm. about the good things of God. So so this could be a time of great spiritual revival. Oftentimes in history, you've seen that happen, haven't you? Uh, something horrible that the enemy sends and God raises up a sure. standard against it and, and the enemy is, uh, it's back to the cross. That's he right. thought he had won a great victory of the death of the Savior and it was actually a resurrection moment. So uh, resurrection life is us, yes. for us. I mean, thanks again, Keith. Sure. God bless you. Even if the entire world is falling apart, we know God is still on the throne. We hope this special edition of the Gary Wilkerson Podcast is an encouragement and fills you with hope even in the most chaotic of times. Take a look at our website for more encouragement during the world's struggle with the coronavirus pandemic. The address is worldchallenge.org. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. World Challenge is incredibly thankful for the support we receive from many people across the country who believe in our mission. We are able to continue creating resources like this podcast because of donations from listeners like you. We hope you tune in again next week to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast for more encouragement in your Christian walk.